0: Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started.
1: Hello, welcome back. Thanks for joining me today. Good to have you along and thanks for your company. Today I want to talk about something a little tactical. So normally I look at the strategic uh, the big picture view, let's say, of how to build and grow successful businesses in the HR sector and I interview companies about how they're doing it, and get those sort of big picture concepts. But today I want to dive down a bit into a, a tactical, a more specific thing, and that's around the question or issue of headlines. So are your headlines harming your marketing? And What I wanna do is just a few things, is firstly understand why headlines are so important, to understand that it's not just around articles that you read, it's other stuff. I'll share some numbers to help it soak in or whatever. And then we'll look at the attributes of the best headlines and recommendations to improve your headlines. And I'll also share three free online tools that you can use to make this process a little bit easier. So let's start by looking at why headlines are so important. Uh, And a good way to think of it is that they're the front door. They're the front door to your content. So whether people come in and can read your articles, consume your content, it starts at the top. It starts with that headline. And there's, I don't know, a famous quote somewhere that the headline, its job is to get people to read the next line or listen to the next thing or move through the process. But unless you can capture them with the headline, it's not going to be very successful. So... The internet world is just so crowded these days. Yeah. Messages popping up, posts, articles, all kinds of stuff nonstop. And so apparently the average person has an eight second online attention span. So it's a bit like a goldfish, but that means it's critical to create headlines that capture their attention and, and get them to take notice. Another interesting thing is that when it comes to reading articles online, the average person, 80% will read the headline but only 20% of them will go on to actually read the article itself. So think about this. Another statistic I saw was that 59% of people who share content online do it without actually reading the article. I kind of get that. I mean, I like to follow some of the satirical websites like The Onion um, and other similar sites. And often the headlines are very funny and you kind of know what the article's about and stuff like that and you might share that with people who have got an interest in that topic or you've had a chat about it recently. But yeah, I've done it personally myself and apparently 59% of people will do that as well with other stuff, not necessarily you know, comedic or satirical stuff. Um, another th- interesting thing is next time you go to a um, supermarket or a shop, a grocery store, whatever it may be, and you're standing in line to pay and next to the payment area, there's often a rack with magazines, different gossip magazines or sports magazines and things like that. But the headline of each article, they just go to so much time and effort to get those headlines right. And you stand there waiting to pay for your stuff and you look across and you see the headlines and you go, oh my gosh, what's happened there? I have to check this out. I have to pick up the magazine. And you'll see people picking up the magazine because something has caught their eye. So it's almost a science to them because that makes money or loses money for them, for those magazines and the newspapers that you might see there so it's just so important and indeed in the online world you i'm sure already know that newspapers and magazines and just blogs and websites they track the visits and the clicks the number of people seeing the different pages and they know that certain headline formulas and things like that will work so much better than others so it's it's a huge a huge issue for many online businesses and newspapers and magazines themselves but it's not just about articles as i said earlier Uh, headlines are everywhere and they're in every single piece of your marketing so that includes emails that you send the subject line or even the first line but the subject line particularly that's just crucial i mean i've sent millions of emails over the years and yeah email subject line is just such a make or break thing and you can split test that constantly it will always come home as, as one of the top factors that affect the performance of the email send The top of your website, the homepage banner or the the key message there, the headline, that's an example of a a headline that is trying to draw people down. Your Google or Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads, headline just so crucial because will they go on and read the ad or dive into it a bit more or even click through? Headline is crucial. The opening lines of your YouTube ads or radio commercials. People have such a, a short attention span as we heard earlier you've only got a moment to get them through into your content. And so the opening line, that first thing that you say is a headline. And so you need to work at that. Website page titles, so not just the homepage, but just all the other pages. What are you going to call it? How are you going to phrase it? All that kind of stuff. Blog articles. Lots of people write blog articles and then waste their time and effort by giving a, a pretty ordinary, dull headline. So blog article headlines are just so crucial. Landing pages for online ads. So if you're going to run an ad online um, through Google or LinkedIn or YouTube, and you want them to click to go to your website to go to a particular page, the headline on that page absolutely crucial. You need to nail that one. So that's an example of a different type of headline. If you do flyers or brochures, handouts at trade shows and things like that, actual pieces of paper, you know, flyers, the headline on that is actually really important. And too often it's wasted by just the company name or a big picture of a, I don't know, a stock photography thing. An important aspect to that is the headline. Get them to, to read through into the rest of the brochure. Billboards, newspaper ads, all of that. You get the idea, but it's not just around articles. It's every form of content. What's that opening line? What's going to bring them into your content? I mentioned some of the statistics there, but I know that CoSchedule, they a social media company, they were looking through headlines and they actually analyzed 222, 227,090 headlines. And of that, only 1,953 headlines scored 90 or higher on their ratings scale. Uh, And of those, the top performers made up 0.7 of the total data set. It's surprising how bad headlines can be. And what they noticed in the top performers was that, they're about, I don't know, six points, that they use emotional language, So they try to uh, elicit emotion in the headline wherever possible. They try to include an action verb, taking action. They strike a positive tone. Negative headlines can work just as well. So it was just interesting to hear that one. They convey clear benefits to the reader. So why should you click into this? Why should you read this? Why should you listen to this? So very clear benefits to the person reading it. Often included a number. So I'll, I'll mention that in a little bit, but you know, that could be a statistic or a percentage or a number of, you know, list items, that sort of thing. But yeah, a number was one of the elements. And they averaged 12 words long. So it's not just necessarily around a short title, short and snappy. People might think just a couple of words will do the job. Don't be afraid of a longer headline. So that was some of the uh, the statistics or from the research anyway. Recommendations to improve your headlines. Here are 10 things that I've got here. Firstly is the WIFM, what's in it for me? You know, you've heard about this a lot and I've covered this in, I think it was episode 129, 129, uh, don't be boring. And with him is uh, what's in it for me. So rather than you talking about you and what's so great about you and how you, what you do and etc etc, it's what's the reader, what's their circumstances, what's in it for them, what's the benefit uh, that they will gain by reading your article or listening to your podcast or watching this ad, whatever it may be, But well, what's the benefit, what's in it for them. Secondly, flag the reader in your headlines. So I will typically, when we run Facebook ad campaigns or other Google ad campaigns, things like that, or other types of content, we'll try and work in a job title or an industry type or some sort of call out in the headline or as quickly as possible. So that someone who's reading it, listening to it, whatever it may be, they'll notice themselves, their job type, their industry type in the headline. And I was looking at a Forbes article by Martin Holland, and he uh, shared a a nice little headline. He says, one of the best headlines ever written is, we buy ugly houses. And as he says, he has no dealings with the owners of that phrase, but they clearly understood their target market and the USP. By reading that headline, you've already conjured up a picture of their target persona. So headlines, so powerful. And so hence, I'll try and include HR professional or business owner in a particular location, things like that. You want them to identify with the headline as soon as you can. If you can, include a resource. So this is probably one more for either some of the ad formats like Facebook ads, Google ads, but definitely for blog posts and things like that. You might have a a headline, but then in brackets say a downloadable resource, whether that's a checklist, spreadsheet, summary thing, ebook, whatever it may be. But that's another reason for someone to click through. Number four on the list uh, is use numbers. And often seven apparently wins. And of course, top 10 lists do well. But yeah, seven seems to be a bit of a hot number. Um, And it's not just around list items. So how many things can you come up with and hopefully try and make it seven or 10? Statistics and numbers do really, really well. We sampled 1,927 of the top blog articles and found the following data, something like that. Number five is asking a question. So getting the the curiosity element going for the person reading or listening, getting them thinking, opening up that curiosity gap that can work really well in terms of moving them through that content process, if you like, or content funnel. Number six is put power words at the start. So practical or emotional words, they're things that engage them emotionally or get them to um, sit up and take notice. Seven is to put the keyword first. So this is kind of an SEO thing, but if you're trying to write articles or landing pages and things like that, if there's a particular keyword you're focusing on, try to stick that towards the front, because don't forget on mobile phones, yes, it's good to have a longer headline, but it can get cut off, especially if it's an email subject line or something like that. If the keyword is at the end, you won't notice it. We live in a mobile world these days, so do think about what goes at the the start versus the end of a headline. Um, Number eight, (laughs) it sounds almost contrary, but uh, write longer headlines. So that was just from the data, but I I guess that's around just packing a bit more power into the headline. Just know that on the mobile phones, some things get cut off a bit. So you've got to get a balance, but people click through or see the full headline on on a screen, then yeah, a longer headline with more information in it, such as the emotional stuff, the keyword the benefit, the resource, the number—there's a few different options, but don't be afraid to write a longer head- a headline. Is, is the the message there? Number nine: write plenty and then choose a winner. So I think it was—it's a BuzzFeed. The old—I think they were kind of big on Facebook, where they had lots of interesting human interest articles. But I remember hearing that they used to write twenty-five headlines before they'd publish it, and then they'd sit there and debate which one's the best one. So they didn't just do what the rest of us do and just write a headline and off it goes. They would sit there and actively write out 25 different versions of a headline, then choose a winner, then put it online, and then actually have a look at it. And then they would make use of the final tip that I've got here, which is number 10, test and measure to improve over time. So to take that Buzzfeed example, they'd write 25, choose their preferred option, stick it online, monitor it, and then see if it worked. And then potentially split test it so they might change the headline or run a different version or whatever and see which one performed better and actually stick that into a little spreadsheet, you know? So you, you do that when you're running paid ads, you know, which headline or which ad copy format, all that kind of stuff, which one works better and you, you split test them. That's a given, but on the content side, not a lot of businesses would do that. Um, so it's just an interesting way, but definitely you can test and measure. So that's looking in your, just your Google analytics, for example, and seeing filter for the word blog and then, you see all your blog titles listed, and then try to look for trends, um, and see number of visits, time spent on page, click through to something else. There are a few different things that you can look at, um, but it's just so powerful. And we're talking about articles, but you can do the exact same with podcasts. You know, if you've got a podcast, which a lot of my clients do, uh, you can sort through to see which are the most interesting topics and things like that but check out the headlines and have, have any of them caught their eye or any formats and things like that so you can definitely test and measure now i mentioned there were three free tools that can help you do some of this stuff the first one i, I mentioned statistics from CoSchedule. so CoSchedule schedule has an he, uh, a headline analyzer i think you have to log into it it's free but you know i think you have to stick in your name and email that's i'll stick the the, the link in the show notes but yeah you if you come up with a headline for something an article or a flyer or show whatever type that in you remember 12 words is is apparently the sweet spot put that in it'll tell you how you performed in in the ratings and it'll give you um, some suggestions monster insights is the second one and that's similar it'll analyze the headline and tell you what's good what's bad what could be improved and so on Um, so power words, emotion words, uncommon words, things like that. And they will uh, give you some feedback and some good handy tips for that one. And then the last one is a free tool. You've probably heard of Google Analytics. Well, this is the Google Webmaster Tools. Uh, it's, a, it's known as Google Search Console. I guess some people in the online world know it as Google Webmaster Tools. But so analytics tracks all the traffic and conversions and things like this. The Search Console is something a little different. Again, it's free. It's really interesting, so you connect it to your website, you put in your website address, and then what I might do is down the menu list, there's an, an option to look at the search results, the performance for search results. Uh, and you can do time, a time span of however many months, whatever it is. But it gives you the option to look at pages and queries, the search appearance and a few other bits and pieces. But queries means what's the keyword? So what what's your website appearing for? Um, and then which pages is appearing for. So for instance, uh, I would have a lot around marketing for HR companies, growth for HR uh, companies, how to get more clients for HR companies, all that kind of stuff. They're the kind of queries that might appear for the get more HR clients website. So those keywords appear in a a list and it's got numbers of clicks, but it also tells you the position. I.e. when someone sticks those keywords into Google to search for it, whereabouts does my site, my page appear in those rankings? Uh, and that may be some information you can use to say, well, I've noticed I'm position three there. Um, wouldn't it be great to be a number one? Because we all know number one gets more clicks than number three. What can I do? And one of the things you can do is have a play with the headline. There are other stuff, links and getting more traffic, blah, 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 but the headline is a really important one And SEO people will tell you um, to work on your headline to try to improve the click performance. So what traffic you get or you're appearing on that Google search page on those results, try and get more clicks from that page there. Um, And a way to do that might be to make the headline more enticing by maybe using numbers or adding a resource or power words, emotion words, things like that. But take some of those uh, ideas into uh, consideration so that would be the google search console i'll stick that link into the show notes as well Um, but just to recap then um again it's with him firstly with him what's in it for me so go check out podcast episode 129 Uh, don't be boring it's called next uh flag the reader in your headline so call out their job or their industry whatever it may be so it really catches their eye and they think well i better not miss out on this next Include a resource, something that they might, um, they don't wanna miss out on by not clicking through. So add something there that's a, a bit of a lure if you like. Consider using numbers such as seven or the top 10 or whatever, or statistics and numbers that are in, of interest. Next, ask a question. So open up that curiosity gap, get them thinking about what they could learn if they listen to your content, read your content. Next, put power words at the start, such as practical or emotional words that get them to take action. You can also put the keyword first to um, stand out more for SEO purposes or to get that connection between what they're looking for and what your content has. Next is write longer headlines, so don't be shy. Add more um, power to the headline. Second last is write plenty and then choose a winner. um, And then finally test and measure. Just keep an eye on it and see which works uh, and then try and improve those over time. I hope that helps, Uh, something a little more tactical for a change. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, make sure you do get in touch. But yeah, nice to have you along and I'll see you next time.
0: Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.